Welcome back to TGC Q&A, a new podcast from the Gospel Coalition, where every week we bring on members of our council and friends who provide their unique perspective on your most pressing spiritual questions. I'm your host, Stephen Morales, and if you have a question about the Bible, life, ministry, and everything in between, go ahead and send us your question in a direct message on Twitter or Instagram, or email us at ask at tgc.org. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you have a moment, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It would really help us out. On today's episode, we're joined by Ray Ortland and Sam Alberry as they answer the question, is identity a helpful or harmful idea in the pastoral approach to issues on sex and gender? Okay, so in our time of upheaval, suspicion, intense disagreement, etc., uh, questions of identity and personal worth and self-definition are at the forefront. Mm-hmm. Is identity a helpful or harmful idea in the pastoral approach to issues of sex and gender? Um, it's it's both. It's both. It's it's very harmful if someone is making some aspect of their fallen nature their primary identity, and that's what every single one of us does. Uh, we take some aspects of our earthly life and we make that the ultimate lens through which we see ourselves, the ultimate grid by which we assess all things. For some people, that's their sexual identity. For other people, it's their it's their corporate identity or it's their relationship status or any number of other things. So all of us have work to do on our identity when we come to Christ. We have to un we have to deconstruct the identity we had been finessing over the years and allow God to define who we are. Now, where I think identity comes in helpfully pastorally is that the New Testament ethic, I think Kevin DeYoung has summarized this so helpfully in his book on holiness, the New Testament ethic is be who you are. And who you are has now changed. Mm -hmm. So be who you now are. So, you know, Paul talks in Ephesians 4 about taking off the old self and putting on the new self, which is amazing, isn't it? We've got a new self. If we're going to be true to ourselves, which self are we going to be true to? And which self is the most real? Yeah. Sam, why is it so hard for us to believe we have been made new? Well, for myself, it's because the the old self hasn't left the building yet, and... (laughs) I feel his presence yeah. daily, yeah. Um, continuously. He's familiar too. Yeah, and it, it's what we've, we've trained ourselves for many years to, to be like. And so Paul always seems to suggest that there's a, there's a mindset shift that has to happen before we attempt to live out the Christian life. Um, so he talks about, I think I'm right in saying the first explicit command in Romans is consider yourselves dead to sin, um, and it's it, that's a that's a mindset command, isn't it? It's not hey go and do this, go and stop that. It's wow. think about yourself differently in your relationship to sin, yeah. because that relationship's now changed. Sam, uh, the Bible has a lot to say about idols, which uh, can take the form of little figurines and so forth, but they're really mental constructs. Mm. Um, when the Bible talks about idolatries as destructive of the lives we actually want to live. What is it, how do we see that 
in this connection? Well, it's, I think part of the, part of the added, I mean, this is, this is always an issue for all people everywhere, yes. across time. Uh, one of the things I think makes this even more complicated for us in our own cultural moment is our culture is saying the highest good you can do for yourself is to be who you are, is to be true to yourself. And so there is this enormous cultural pressure to discover who we truly are and search within and find out who we are. And then that has to be expressed, that has to be lived out, that has to be celebrated by everybody else. And so that the gospel is critiquing the thing that our culture most prizes. And so it's likely to be one of the things that, that we're going to be least resistant to have changed within our hearts is that deep sense of who we are that we've been trained by our culture to assume is wonderful and needing of expression and acceptance. So that, that, that there's going to be you know, blood on the floor. Yeah. But of course, in Romans chapter 1, when Paul speaks of false worship and idolatries, he's talking about simply an excessive identification with and attachment to good things, good God-created things. Yeah. The Sam Albury standing here, the Ray Ortland standing here, are good God-created realities. Um, the idolatry enters in when we don't look higher. Hmm. And we're going to look for finality within ourselves hmm. or between ourselves. But we were never designed to generate our own finality. And if we try, we end up so disappointed and angry. Yeah. And then, then the next domino that falls is we have to take that out on somebody. Somebody's going to pay for my pain. Yeah. And then society suffers. Yeah. So idolatries don't work, but not because of some alien forced arbitrary imposition laid upon us, but because of the, the, own, uh, the, the internal energy of the impossibility we're attempting. Yeah. I had a friend in California who was instrumental in founding the hippie movement of the uh, <laughs> late 60s. So, of course, he was one of my heroes. And uh, he said he smoked a lot of weed. And he said, all my life, I've tried to sin without feeling guilty. Now, when I sin and I feel bad about it, I realize that's actually the love of God entering my heart, correcting me, telling me I actually matter, that I have something worth living for. It feels good. Correction of our idolatries is not the demolition of good God-created reality. It's the realignment and liberation of our good God-created reality. Absolutely. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of TGC Q&A. To submit a question that you'd like to hear answered on this podcast, send us a message on Twitter or Instagram or email us at ask we don't want you to miss out on future episodes, so remember to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch all the episodes on YouTube or Instagram TV, and if you have time, go ahead and leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening to today's episode, and we hope you join us again next week.